0: You're listening to My Wedding Season, The Podcast. I'm your host, Ida Glovick. I photograph intimate weddings and elopements in Europe. This is the show where I provide over one wedding photographers with the inspiration, tools, and resources needed to build a thriving brand and business. How I Shot This is a platform for wedding photography education. It is one of the best places online to learn how talented photographers from around the world create their images. In this episode, I have the pleasure of chatting with Shane Thomas, the co-founder of How I Shot This. His wife, Melly, was unable to make it for the chat, but perhaps I'll get her on sometime in the future. Shane and I chat about the heart behind starting the platform, and he speaks a little bit to where it is heading. Before we get started, I want to also quickly introduce you to Valerie Fernandez. I was honored to have had her on the podcast last year, check out episode nine where we chat about cultivating artistic expression. She is an incredible photographer who has also shared her insights and expertise on how I shot this. I've linked it in the show notes. You can read and learn from her on the free plan without a subscription. I'm also so excited to share with you that Valerie's coming out with so much education revolving around capturing intimacy. This is not a paid ad, I just love her work so much and have to let you know about it. First off, she'll be hosting a 90-minute live workshop on inner peace and creative confidence on May 25th. She's also coming out with a capturing intimacy guide, which I've gone through and I'm literally obsessed with it. I learned so much. Friends, you can get a massive discount by using my code, which you can find in the show notes. And like I said, I'm not getting a kickback. I'm just sharing the love. All the extra details, including all about her one-on-one sessions, are in the show notes. Be sure to check it out. So now, without further ado, let's dive right into the conversation that I had with Shane. Enjoy. So, Shane, thank you so much for joining me today. It's so amazing I've been watching you and Melanie all that you've been doing the past couple of years, ever since you started it, I think it's been two years now. Is that accurate?
1: Correct. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on the, on this podcast. Today. It's such a pleasure and an honor to be here. And I feel very grateful that uh, you asked me to be here.
0: Oh, so cool. Yeah. So I would love for you to tell the listeners what, mm-hmm. how I shot this is all about, like how you got the idea, how you both started it. Yeah. Let's get a feel for it.
1: Sure, so basically how I shot this came about one evening when I was speaking with Melly. We were reminiscing a little bit about how we first started photography and what sort of education we had access to and what we wish we had. And um, through a couple glasses of wine and things we bounced back and forth the idea of how when we used to look at some incredible photos we always wondered how did they take that photo. And now. One thing that we learned very early on when we started was how insignificant equipment and settings were in relation to everything else that goes into a photo. Of course, they're important, but there's so much more to a photo. You know, you can't just take a certain shutter speed and aperture and go and expect to have the exact same results. So we thought about that and we looked at the photos and we said, you know, what is it that makes this photo? And we said, you know what, it's it's what the photographer said to these people. That's right, it's it's what they said to them. and. The composition, the composition is, is pleasing us, it's interesting, it's it's off to the center or it's following certain rules. And it's also the focusing, you know, how do they focus in the situation, the editing, the lighting, of course, the lighting is so important. So that's when we realized, hey, there was nothing like this out there that really dissects how an image was created and that's basically how it started so we started playing around with this idea and we made some fake instagram posts just to see how it would all lay out and we started to really get goosebumps we're like hey you know what this is something cool this is something that i believe that new photographers and even seasoned professionals could really benefit from i can't tell you how many of the posts we have on his that i genuinely learned something from and i love it because you know I could be shooting for 10 years or seven years, and there's still so much to learn. And the way that the industry is growing with all these new techniques and trends, it's a constant learning thing, and it's just so awesome. So, yeah, that's basically how the idea of how I shot this came about. And um, we only had our photos to work with, so we said, okay, let's start building a platform. Let's try it out and see, and then we'll launch whenever we feel ready, you know, which was the biggest uh, mistake because you're never ready you that's just true. gotta do it <laughs> that's um, for sure i have Melly to thank for that she really kicked me in the butt for that because you know i tried to make everything too perfect and you know if you're doing it that way you'll never get anything done so we started building this platform and we used our photos first and i had such a good time writing about these photos so now that i had this platform i managed to reach out to a couple of photographers um, some photographers who had no idea who i was which was very you know humbling that they would uh, sit down with me and let me talk about this idea with them. And then they really loved the idea and started sharing their content. And then before I knew it, we had enough stuff. And we said, you know what, let's go for it. Let's just push this out and see what people think. And we did. And so far, it's been growing every month. And it's, it's absolutely amazing. And we have so much fun. And we get to meet such cool photographers. And the community behind it is just awesome. So yeah, it's one of the best things I did. I mean, it was a risk. Um, of course with everything I mean it also uh, financial risks and everything but it's worth it in the end you know you don't you can't really get anywhere without taking those risks
0: yeah totally and I did see once you started doing it that there is a gap in the market for what you're offering in terms of like the real technical breakdown plus also the story behind what led to creating an image so like correct Yeah, you have like a process, it seems, of like categories to kind of go through. And for each photographer, obviously the answers are different. The lighting is different, the composition is different, their intention behind it is different, their subjects are different. So each time there's something new to learn. And like you said, it's definitely not only for beginner photographers who wants to who want to learn how to take good photos but even for those of us who've been around for a little bit to kind of and to learn from different genres of photography Mm -hmm. and artists right and to level up our game which i feel like we do need even to keep our work more interesting and that we're not stagnating at the same level
1: absolutely right you're very right there you know it's very easy to kind of let yourself get complacent and get comfortable to where you are. But, you know, I've seen this happen in the industry and it's happened to us as well, where, you know, we kind of got to a point where we feel very comfortable with our work and then new photographers are coming along and bringing out such amazing stuff. They're overtaking us. It's like, oh my God, we need to move it, you know. this. Um, so, you know, the moment that you kind of stop letting yourself learn new things and explore is it's a little bit sad because it's such a wonderful field to be in and it's you know with the industry changing in the in the most beautiful way you know weddings are happening um more adventurously more bravely i've seen uh you know disco weddings is weddings on mountains and weddings in the desert you know it's only growing in a creative way. And I think taking advantage of that and using that chance to kind of push yourself and and deliver really unique work is is the way to go with it and not really sit back and kind of think, oh, no, I've done all that I need to do.
0: Yeah, I hear you. And I feel like um, when you actually teach people, it's not that you're just giving it all away. It pushes you. You learn along the way when you're teaching, I feel. And then... Mm -hmm that's also how you grow, because some people don't understand, like, if you're sharing stuff, it's just like, they feel, oh, why are you giving that all away? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's actually not how it works, is how I feel. Like, the more I actually share stuff that I know with people, I feel like, oh, the more light bulbs I get also for myself, I'm happy they're Mm -hmm. learning. And it's so abundant, the amount of stuff that we can actually, you know, achieve and, you know, explore as well
1: that's right absolutely you know and that's also something we were asked about as well it's like how can you feel comfortable sharing such um, intimate insights about your work aren't you afraid that someone's gonna pretty much replicate uh, your work and you know steal business from you or something like that which you know is absolutely wrong and that can never happen no one can ever you know uh, be us and shoot the way we could no one could be like another superstar photographer it's every it's there's so much personal input and it's the same for business as well you know you can share all these wonderful business advice that works for you and you can say you know this works for us and you know I hope it works for you too but it's very subjective I mean there's so many different variables and you know this knowledge and experience from other people can only be a good thing for you because you can always refer to them and say yeah, you know that worked for them and you know in my situation it could be applied and let's try that you know and based on their experience I can also adapted to mine you know so everyone has their own story and there shouldn't ever be a fear about you know giving away too much or revealing too much
0: yeah totally and um, I'm just curious to learn more about like you and Melanie I know it's not focused you know on how I shot this but just for my own curiosity how you both started the business maybe together or joined forces Uh, how did that go about and what have you achieved in your photography career where have you shot if you can just share all those things I'm I'm super sure. curious
1: sure so let's go back way back so I've always been a photographer I mean when I was um 18 or 17 years old I was living on a little tropical island called Mauritius um, and that's basically where I grew up and I started as a diving instructor and through that I picked up photography and you know since I was 18 I was uh, working as a photographer as well as doing the diving um, fast forward a couple of years when I was living in Tanzania, that's where I met Melly and she was, you know, a very passionate hobby photographer and we had this thing in common and, you know, that kind of got us together and uh, it got to a point where we were really in love with each other and I said, listen, I'm going to come and see you in Finland. She was living in Finland at the time. Okay. Okay. Um, so I went to Finland. And in order to survive, I started a photography business there. And I kind of was sharing Melly a little, uh, sharing with Melly a few little things about photography and uh, teaching her how to shoot in certain ways. Um, and then she really got into it. And it wasn't long after then that we got our first wedding through a friend, you know, as most photographers. That's how it starts. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Through a friend. And uh, we went and shot it together. We looked at each other afterwards. And we realized, hey, you know what, that was really good fun. And we we didn't kill each other. We didn't get in each other's way. We actually had our roles uh with very little experience. Uh we knew exactly what we needed to do and we basically said, "You know what? This is something that I'd love to do together." So uh yeah, uh, we then eventually moved to Germany and we said, "Okay, now's a perfect chance to start this thing together." So we started the photography business uh, under a completely different name, which we're too embarrassed to say. Because, uh, <laughs> you, you don't know, need to start... share
0: unless you want to give I me the scoop. I will not share <laughs>
1: that, but um, that, that's what history, you know, these sort of mistakes, we value them because they are such wonderful learning experiences. Um, so we started doing that and building up a little portfolio with the wedding photography. And um, at some point we realized we were not getting the sort of clients we were always dreaming of or the ones that we had seen other photographers shooting and we said okay now we're going to do this brand new again we're going to delete our Instagram account we're going to start brand new and so we did and that's how Melly and Shane started so instead of going with some funny name we went with our names and we focused on building up this photography brand we knew that we wanted to attract a certain type of client Um, so we started creating work that would attract these clients. We went out and made style shoots. We did couple shoots and not every project landed in our portfolio because we learned very early on that you should only show stuff that you want more of. Once we did that, we started to actually get these really nice weddings. And from there, it just kind of, I want to say it snowballed, but it took a lot of work throughout that. Like we were constantly working on this thing, but we got more and more weddings and ones that were closely matching our vision. And then, yeah, it got to a point where we've been all over the world. Uh, we're still shooting all over the world at the moment, um, so much so that we actually genuinely miss local weddings. Like, there's something really? quite special about coming home to your there own bed. Is, yeah, yeah, I mean, every weekend in another country, It's it sounds great on paper, it really is, but it's tiring. And now, with a kid traveling with us, it's also a, a whole different challenge. Um, and yeah, and some of the most memorable places we've been to is New York and to the Serengeti to shoot an elopement there uh. was Probably what a dream. one of my favorite things.
0: Absolutely yeah. amazing.
1: And then, yeah, all over Italy and uh, you know, Germany, of course, and Austria and the mountains. So, yeah, it's got to a point where we're really, really happy with everything. And, you know, we're going to try and keep things a bit more local now with the kids because it's, uh, it, yeah, it's just nicer for us to be back home and have our own bed. It's
0: yeah, I totally special. get it. I mean, whenever my husband and I are off, because um, we focus on Europe, but we mm-hmm. still have to take our two kids, but usually like his parents come along or something and they watch the kids oh, on the day helpful. of the wedding and we make a vacation out of it. But for the most part, we're quite happy. Just uh, we're right at the border to Switzerland. So um, I see. Okay. yeah, we're in a city called Konstanz. So literally we can mm-hmm. walk across the border and um, yeah. And Austria is also not far, like it's about an hour's drive or so. So mostly here and then, you know, the occasional a bit further away, but um, it's good fun at least to have that experience of, yeah, uh, changing the environment sometimes mm. with destination weddings but it's always people underestimate the sacrifices that come along with that right
1: that's it yeah for sure there's I mean um, there's so many things that can kind of go wrong I mean logistically I mean throw in a pandemic and that causes a whole other nightmare oh, of trouble. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. so yeah I mean don't get me wrong we love it like the traveling is awesome and we get to see so many cool places and amazing couples and good food and good wine and And everything but you know there's there's always a another side to the story so yeah i mean what you see on instagram isn't always reality i mean getting there to those weddings is not always easy we you know there's definitely troubles along the way but you know it's uh, it's all good fun in the end
0: i hear you but uh the serengeti I I would take that on if that comes (laughs) along my way. (laughs) You know, um, we both have that common with Africa and that heart, our heart being there, you know. Um,
1: 100%.
0: Yes, that sounds so good. Okay, I'm going to go back to how I shot this, which is great. And I wanted to talk to you about what has been a bit controversial in the past few years in terms of feature accounts, taking Mm -hmm. other photographers' work and growing their accounts. Mm -hmm. And by account, growing their businesses on the backs of other people's work, right? So Uh that has been an issue, which I've also been a bit vocal about in the past. And I know others have been. So I like that you have a solution to this, right? In Mm -hmm. terms of... I do, yes. (laughs) How you're being fair and transparent if you can talk to that. that Sure.
1: So yeah, like you've just mentioned, like um, these big feature accounts, I'm not going to say too much about them. I have, you know, I think we all have our opinions on them. But
0: exactly. um,
1: One thing that I, didn't want how I shot this to become was a platform that was making money off of someone else's work and them not seeing anything, you know, because the whole, ah, you'll get exposure and, you know, you'll book things, it's the same thing as going, you know, someone reaching you out to you from a restaurant saying, hey, shoot my food and you'll get exposure. Yeah, Yeah, sure, maybe, but that exposure is not exactly paying my bills right now. It's not um, feeding me. I mean, maybe eventually, but, you know, something now is being realistic. So, We make it very clear, and we put it on our website, we put it everywhere, that we pay everyone who submits content to the website. We pay them for submitting photos, we pay them for blog posts or anything like that, and it's just a way to say thank you, it's to to say that we appreciate you, and it's just something to say that we really value them, Um, so we make that very, very clear. And we put it out there. We also have affiliate accounts, so if people want to jump on that train as well, with you know, they're absolutely welcome to do that. We're just trying to find more ways that people who submit to us will benefit from this. We also have a section where we call a section what we call benefits, which you know, if anyone has any presets or anything that they want to list there, we take no commission from that at all. We will happily put it there on our website and send some of our traffic that way to to whoever. Just the more ways we can use to support people and kind of get them looked after in a way because Hey,
0: I love that so, so much. And I think even if you did take a commission and you're transparent about it, stating it, it's still ethical and good. But the fact that Mm -hmm. you're saying you're just providing that space for people, you know, to get, in this case, true exposure through your Mm -hmm. reach and your audience. um, I love that, like, that's really adding so much value to our whole industry.
1: Yeah, yeah, thank you. I mean, we we feel really proud about it and it was one of the things that we had already decided on before even launching this platform because we knew what it means to grow an account and, you know, well, we didn't know what it means, but we we see it and how these accounts become really, really big and they're selling their own presets and their own workshops. You know, fair enough. It's a business model. It works. Um, But we just didn't want to fall into that because we want to be proud to kind of have this business and say, you know what? We're behind these photographers. This is their incredible work. They're sharing such amazing information about how they shot this and they need, they should earn something. you know. If we're growing, they should grow as well. It's, it's just fair, I guess.
0: Yeah, totally. And the way that you're able to finance this, which makes sense, is through subscriptions. So that's your Correct. model, right? So if you can Correct, talk to yeah. the value photographers get by subscribing and how that whole thing works, you know so that people really understand you know how sure so goes. like
1: we have a couple different uh, tiers of subscriptions starting from um, monthly to every uh, three months i believe and the uh, yearly um and we try to price it quite fairly as well and sort of within range um and basically these subscriptions really help keep this platform alive uh, we were pushing this um subscriptions towards acquiring new content from each photographer we're using it to maintain the website because you know websites and platforms cost money and we're doing this all kind of as as fairly as we can and so through these subscriptions is keeping everything afloat and alive Um, and again you know when you subscribe you're directly supporting those photographers that have shared that because they do earn something from that from the subscriptions.
0: yeah so it's not just the fact that like all the content gets unlocked for these, uh, for photographers, you know, more blog posts, more breakdown yeah, of absolutely. images and all absolutely. that. So basically yeah. it
1: unlocks everything. If I, I forgot to mention that. Yeah. So as a subscriber, you would get access to everything. There will not be any secret gateways. There will not be any uh, future content locked from you. No, these, this is hundred percent everything that the site currently has and will have. Um, you know, if we, when we start opening up to different genres of photography, you know, for example, lifestyle and maternity and boudoir, all of this is going to fall under the same thing. So there's not going to be a sort of tier-based thing, oh, well, I've subscribed to the weddings, now I need to subscribe to something else. No, we just want to keep it as simple, as little moving parts as we can. You know, one subscription gets everything, and that's, yeah, just the way uh, we believe it should go.
0: Whoa, whoa, I just heard you say you're going to be adding all these other genres of photography, which is huge. Like, is this coming soon?
1: Well, it's in the works. It's definitely something we're working towards. And, um, yeah, we just need to uh, iron out a few kinks. But it's something that we've always wanted to do as well from the beginning. Because what I've always found interesting is that you can learn so much from different genres of photography and apply it to the one that you're actually doing. Take, for example, portraiture. You know, you can see some incredible portraiture work that from from photographers who only shoot portraits. And you could really learn how they interact with their subjects. And you know what? You could apply that to your groom. You can apply it to your bride. You could learn how to connect with them. And you can create a portrait that is not just beautiful, but one that represents them, that they look at and they are stopped in their tracks and they go, wow, this is a photo for me. You know, and that's taken from, from some other genre's uh, uh, skill set. You know, you could also take, for example, uh, landscape photography and learning how to see light in the in the open fields and learning how to harness that. You could definitely take some amazing couple shots with those, that sort of knowledge. You know, so I think this all kind of ties into each other. It all it all belongs in one place. But you know, that's our direction that we really want to go towards, and it's it's on the radar. It's it's coming up.
0: Yeah, 100%. I mean, I always say wedding photographers, actually, we have to have all these different skills, because throughout Mm -hmm. the day, you know, we end up like working with families, right? Or we work with obviously the couple. Um, Even -hmm. when you talk about maternity, I mean, I've had so many brides who are pregnant, have been pregnant, like it's... And we need all those skills. Yeah, I mean, you're serving wedding photographers by opening up all the genres. But then Mm -hmm. again, also people from those specific genres are able to join how I shot Mm -hmm. this, uh, contribute to it and learn from it. So I see that, like, I was just visiting your website, which is like, I think he launched it new again because it looks amazing. Yeah, we did, we did a
1: new branding of it. Um, We had a professional team come in and do the branding, which felt very good. You know, we had this new approach to it. And yeah, so everything looks a little different to what it did uh, prior to February.
0: But yeah, it looks really next level. And I was just going through it and I realized, hey, um, this is serious. Like what you're doing, you're building something huge you know and uh just reading through it i just love the heart behind it and uh, the vision for it so I was like yes this totally fits into what i really think uh, our industry needs so like i'm curious what else like do you have other features coming up anything exciting that you want to share
1: Well, for the moment, we don't have anything like super, super major, and every day we probably keep it a secret because we would need to work it out a little bit to make sure it's like everything is in place. Mm -hmm. Um, But we we do have a couple more things that we are working on. It's just kind of working out how we're going to present them um we are looking at maybe doing sort of special posts involved with more in-depth editing because i know editing is very very popular and people really are curious on how images are edited um mm-hmm. so we're going to explore that a little bit more um we are bringing in uh more blog posts and things there because we used to on instagram write a few posts that we shared there but we were limited to just 10 slides and there's only so much you can cramp in on a slide right um, so now that we've got a blog there, we are actually able to share so much more information based on our own personal experience and have some guest writers come in and share what they've learned along the way or anything that they wanna share. Um, so that's definitely gonna keep the site a little bit more interesting and uh, you know, having more things to come back to.
0: Yeah. And um, is there any photographer that you would love to get on if you're like, oh my God, if this person can share on our platform, that would be a dream have you thought of it that way
1: oh there's so many there's like i keep <laughs> seeing these amazing photographers it's kind of you know um one of them would be you know jonas peterson i would love to get him on board oh that.
0: yes yes yeah. yes oh let's campaign for that we're putting bet, it so. out in the world for you
1: thank you um also chewy photo he's amazing with his intimate work i find and the use and command of light is absolutely nuts Uh, And there's just so many. And you know, I also get exposed to photographers that I've never even heard of before. Uh, You know, take for example, Brazil. Um, We started off with this couple from uh, Brazil called Paragasu Fotografia.
0: Yeah, I know them. They're amazing. Mm -hmm.
1: Such lovable people. And through them being featured, uh, we started to get tagged in more work from Brazilian photographers. And I promise you, Mm Ada the photographers there are amazing they are so so good and I see them everywhere putting out such unique content and it's just yeah so you know the list of amazing photographers I want to have on hist is is constantly growing um and you know what in the end it doesn't really matter to me too much about how popular they may be on Instagram whether they have uh, 10 followers or ten thousand, or 10 million to me that's really the last thing i look at i look at the work and you know if they're creating something really cool and different and unique that yeah. i want it you know it, to me the followers matter none it's you know create I, the great work it shouldn't. It's learn like, from it.
0: yeah th- those have um the follower count has been a fantasy metric for way too long and we need to get rid of that <laughs> really mm-hmm. um, but in terms of saying yeah brazil i i hundred percent agree there is a photographer from there who I love. I met him in person in Barcelona um, okay. I guess four years ago now. His name is Ale. And I really want to send his work over to you. Have a look. I'm just going to guarantee it's it's going to be such a good one for you to have on the site please please
1: please i'm always (laughs) open to hearing submissions uh, and suggestions for photographers we even have a little form on the website if ever you come up with someone or along the way just send us a message just tag us and say hey guys i would love to see this on history you know the more that i can get exposed to this the the bigger the chances that i can get them you know that that really helps me
0: (laughs) yeah but like how are you handling all of this work your wedding photography work and then obviously being new parents is it just the two of you or do you have like more people on the team
1: Oh well well for now at home it's just me and Melly. so Melly handles a lot of the sort of uh, day-to-day things and i've got the sort of office job here and uh, we do outsource some some work you know kind of on the back end of the website and you know with the marketing and things like that so we have a little team sort of in the works uh, and it just gives me time to dedicate towards acquiring new content and putting new ideas into the platform and it's kind of the only reason why we're growing so much is that i'm not exhausted from doing everything myself um, so yeah, many certainly helps and you know, right now we're in the low season with the wedding. So it allows mm-hmm. us a lot more time come high season. Things are a little bit more chaotic, but I do dedicate uh, a day or so to hist only work and kind of pre pre plan all the, the posts to do for that week and sometimes that month and, you know, just really spend that day working just so things can be a little bit more automatic and then it's a lot easier to handle. It's yeah. A lot of it is kind of discipline, which I, I struggle with. I get distracted quite easily. I'm often on youtube and places where you know i right. wasting my time but you know my my brain needs that because i'll focus really hard on something and then you know it kind of needs to cool down and then yeah so that's basically yeah. how we manage it
0: yeah no uh the chaos behind the scenes is always what's interesting because like you know as creatives and then also business owners and all projects uh, getting it all done and sometimes it just is a mess but it's still happening you know like yeah. and discipline is the key word like also for me you know I just try to like set things out and then say okay you have to stick to it there's mm. like no other way even sometimes like early mornings late nights that's it and you know and
1: you know the hardest thing is like the first step you know the, the first little thing to do on the list you know if you can break that down even further into even more micro tasks do it. Just anything to get that first foot forward and then momentum comes, you know, that's with anything really, you know, the the hardest part is just starting. So if you've got a lot to do on your, on your list for the day or for the week, just take one and if it's too big to handle in your mind like off the bat, break it down even further. Even if it's replying to one email, do that. Once you've replied, you, okay, I'm successful in this way. I've done this next one on the list. Okay, got to do this. do update the website. Cool. Next one. Done. and then you slowly start to see that okay you're getting things into into check and that's how you slowly start training yourself that you can do these things and you know just focus on it and push through
0: yes 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 I just also want to say for anybody who like has a project and you want to get started really get started as messy as it is because when I even look back at like I started with a blog which was idasblog.com and when I look back at like some screenshots I made from back then or whatever it was such a disaster you <laughs> know <laughs> and it's just like from time to time and then when you update it and when you actually zone in and know okay this is the brand and you go to it and nobody remembers the past it's just like you said even with your wedding photography brand or even like now that you've rebranded and launched this new website I mean that's what's catching our eye and like the reason that you just said now's the time to go for it
1: is Mm -hmm. the reason
0: you're here and I just want to keep people uh, reminding people like no one's starting from like knowing it all right or
1: 100% right you know everyone starts from somewhere and believe it or not everyone has made mistakes and sometimes really silly stupid mistakes you know things that they might not speak about but You know, Mm -hmm. so long as you don't dwell on the past, no one else is going to, you know, if you're not going to keep referring back, oh, back in the day when I had this branding and, you know, oh, I'm ashamed of it, then you're kind of bringing it back into people's minds. Focus on the future. Just, you know, this is the way I'm starting now. This is it force forward and you'll realize very quickly that no one really cares about the past people love now so a lot you know so kind of go with now push it forward and don't be afraid to make mistakes that's one of the most important things to know when you're starting anything is to not be afraid to make mistakes in fact embrace them because it is such a wonderful way to learn i promise you you learn it so quickly how not to do something
0: oh yeah oh yeah for me like as soon as i started to reframe like mistakes or the thought of failing to thinking oh I'm just experimenting and seeing will this work or not it's just started to become so easy for me like I don't even think oh if something fails I don't think twice like I take risks obviously that are calculated but then again I'm just like okay moving on and um that's how I catch momentum I feel like I'm in a place that I'm getting momentum finally after all these things but I just think it's so good to keep reminding people because I know there's a lot of self-doubt out there and a lot Mm -hmm. of like questioning perfectionism and all that so like yeah I I love to speak about that as well but moving on I really want to go back to talking about like your video cast I just saw that you did one with Ginger's eyes so that's another aspect of how I shot this now huh
1: correct yeah so we thought you know what better way to kind of get a more uh, personal connection to the photographers behind the work than to actually get to know them um, you know and see them and listen to them and listen to their stories so it was one of the first it it was the first one that we've done and um it was really good fun and she's such a sweetheart yeah Um, and an amazing photographer with so much to share and so much kindness and goodness and you know we felt so proud that she was there with us um so yeah we start we're starting to push these out we've uh, just finished up uh, another one with paragasu i just oh, uh, had them yes. on the phone so, okay. uh, recently, and we have a couple more upcoming as well, just to kind of bring a little bit more insights into the, into the platform and into the photographers behind them and how they started. And uh, and then we even go into a little bit on the work that they've submitted. So we kind of speak about the photos that they've, they've shared with us and we get into a little bit more details on how they shot that and, you know, why they did things a certain way and what it means to them. And so, yeah, it's just more, more into the information about the photos.
0: Yeah. So it's the best way to follow up on that. Like, a YouTube channel that you have for it or do you also turn it into a podcast because I just came across it randomly on your <laughs> website like uh, where, well, where can we follow and know like get notified every time you have a new video
1: Sure. So well, uh, we do have a YouTube channel which currently has only one video and has yet to have the cover photo uploaded. So this is still going to be announced officially uh, in the next coming, uh, I want to say weeks, just to give myself a little bit more time. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, we're going to push everything over to uh, podcast networks like Spotify and Apple Music and uh, Apple Podcasts and you know wherever you find podcasts and things like that. Uh, we just kind of uh, playing a little bit with the idea of. Uh, how we're going to kind of transport this, because with the video cast, you can actually see what we're speaking about. So um, during the conversation, when we start speaking about some of their work, uh, we bring that up on the screen. So people who are happening to be listening to this in the background can quickly come over and have a look at the video and see what photo we're referring to. So transporting that over to a podcast, uh, just audio only, may be a little challenging. So maybe we'll have to hire a voiceover artist to kind of describe the photo as it appears on the screen and make it sound uh, interesting. Uh, But that's the sort of route we're going and, you know, we won't only stick to just analyzing photos. There's so much more to it, you know, we go into the history of the photographers and how they built their way up, advice they give to themselves, if they could go back in time to give to themselves when they were first starting out, which I find incredibly valuable and insightful. Yeah. And so there is a lot more to it than just having to look at the photos that they've submitted.
0: Oh, yeah, that's good. And just a thought that came to my mind when you said that is I can imagine when you start the podcast, that you just refer people to go to the show notes, and you already Mm -hmm. have uploaded the images. So that they're already ready, like for people who are not driving at that moment correct? or yes, that's anything it. that they've just clicked it open. And that could be another way for them to refer to the images as you're talking. Exactly
1: right. Exactly right. So that's definitely a solution that we could explore. Yeah. In the show notes, we'll have all the all the referred um, images and content that we might be speaking about will be their links as well. Kind of sending traffic to these photographers and to their education, if they have any and to their platforms and whatever, whatnot.
0: Oh, so good. I'm so excited for what's all to come. So if you can just tell, yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for telling me all this stuff. It's so exciting. I just want you to share all the, you know, your socials where people can find you website, you know, where they can subscribe. If you can tell us all the goodies, it'd be awesome.
1: Sure. So basically we're mainly active on Instagram. So you'll find us uh, under the Instagram handle, how I shot this. Underscore weddings. So, one word, how I shot this, underscore weddings. Unfortunately, how I shot this was taken by some guy who's very inactive on his account. And I couldn't...
0: Oh, no! Yeah, It's 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 the problem with domains
1: and everything. There's always someone who's got it and it's like, oh, gosh, I have to try and find a new one. Anyway, so how I shot this, underscore weddings. That's where you'll find us and you're welcome to tag us in your work. You're welcome to send us a message. And if you have any photographers you'd love to see, please reach out. Uh, We're always happy to hear that. Um, also, a uh, website is very simple, it's an abbreviation, so it's HIST.app, so HIST.app, A-P-P. Um, A lot of people confuse it thinking, oh, where can I download the app, and, well, it was a plan to have this eventually become an app, but uh, that's still quite a ways away, but we have the domain now for security's sake. That's so good. Website is HIST.app, and you'll get straight there and see everything.
0: Oh, so good. And obviously I'm going to put all the links in the show notes and people can just go over to see all the work that you're putting out there. And there's always, I wanted to add that you also have a lot of free content that people can consume at first to start with also Mm -hmm. blog posts to learn from. And then when they feel like they're ready, they can subscribe and get all the content and support all the artists and people, you know, submitting blog posts awesome
1: definitely 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 so there's enough content enough free content there that we have and we're releasing free content every week um just to kind of obviously not leave a- anyone out and you know there is so much to learn from and you know if you want to support the platform if you want to support the artists, you're welcome to you're not uh pressured to do it you know we're not locking anything off uh, except for obviously the premium ones um but yeah so it's entirely up to you you can of course just hang around and just wait for the free ones to come out that's absolutely fine as well
0: Oh, that's so good. Shane, thank you for coming on and chatting with me. And I'll be sure to follow along more. And I can't wait to see how everything's going to pan out because this sounds thank really good. Thank you so much
1: it's been such a pleasure and an honor for me to be here with you and I can't wait to be following your podcast and seeing how this grows I know it's going to be amazing you've done an amazing job so far I've enjoyed every other episode you've done I had a nice little binge session really
0: (laughs) I feel uh, honored like I said I it started messy (laughs) and it's getting better but I'm just glad I just jumped in and did it and that's it yeah yeah.
1: (laughs) That's it's, the most it, important yes. thing is, you know, have no fear, just go for it. And, you know, what's the worst that can happen? You know, you, you start an amazing podcast and perhaps it starts slow. Perhaps you uh, you only get ten view, uh, listeners the first week, you know. If you can say, well, that's already a success. One person is a success, you know, one person oh, yeah. listening to this is already a start. And then it grows, you know, and just take any mistakes you do and learn from them and say, okay, I will not do this again. I will, I will be better or I will try this way. You know, and it's so exciting to come up with a new project and you're pushing it out. It becomes like a little bit like your baby in a way, like you love it and you treat it carefully, but you also got to be careful not to treat it too carefully because then you stop taking risks.
0: Oh, I hear you. Uh, That's just the truth, you know, it's just now like once I decide, okay, what is my capacity? I think for me was that was the problem with two kids, you know, and doing it every two weeks kind of works and then now I'm like oh before the wedding season starts I need to get a lot of interviews and stuff in and then mm-hmm. edit and do everything because I do every single thing by myself wow and then schedule it out um but it's going well and it's a whole lot of fun so it's worth for me to do it and I get to chat with so many people like it's the best way to meet people that's what I realized True. you absolutely. know absolutely
1: and you're so good at it already. So I really think you need to, you, you keep doing what you're doing, Aida. And I know I you're gonna be up there. You. And everyone's gonna be dying to come on this podcast. So I'm very happy oh, yeah. to be here now. <laughs> so. I hope
0: so, <laughs> no, it's fun. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode with Shane. If you're keen on subscribing to How I Shot This, use the code HIS25, H-I-S-T-25 H-I-S-T 25, for 25% off the first payment of any subscription plan. I do not earn a commission on your subscription. I just want to let you know all about it. Happy learning. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of My Wedding Season, the podcast. To be notified as soon as a new episode goes live, make sure that you subscribe. I'd love for you to write a comment or leave a review. Let me know what you want more of. For the show notes, head on over to www.wedding-photography-podcast.com cheering you on and until next time.